0: Listening to Fear, the ethcast I'm Josh.
1: I'm JD. I'm Jason. Woo, third time's a charm, huh? Maybe. I'm, I'm waiting to see if he starts. Here to stay, coming. folks.
2: I'm really. What is it when you do something for so long it becomes a habit? Yes. How long is that? Is Marriage? What? what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it, I thought it was like 30 uh, monogamy. Was it thirty days? So three episodes. No, no, thirty like
0: episodes 30. <laughs> is what you need. Thirty. <laughs> thirty. <That's>,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> no,
0: you're you're here just to it's stay. It's going to be with. some time. We're, we're going to kill it with those jokes. You're here to stay. Yep. So,
1: Are we going to kill it with those jokes? No. I feel like we need to bring all. it back. Oh, no. We're going to bring more. Yeah.
0: You have you, to use them
2: at a time where it means the most and can hurt the most.
1: Oh. Uh, well.
2: <laughs> I'm just teaching you how to get into my psyche.
1: Consider my <laughs> rifle loaded. I think the
0: only thing that I would be concerned about at this point, I mean, really the only thing that you need to do to sort of, I guess, uh, shore up your game, oh. is uh, when we're talking you're not. Uh, we'll that, cue you. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> all right. Well, I'll just stand right
2: outside the door. No, and no. Y'all no. let me know when Th- that's right. When well, it's my turn. That's it. Right.
0: <laughs> if the lights on, if there's a sock on the knob, don't <laughs> well, don't come in. I think we all know that, that you pineapple. and JD need a plenty pineapple. of time together. There's a
1: pineapple, pineapple. You know,
0: if there's a coconut, just leave. Just
1: leave. You don't mm. want to see what's happening. We shouldn't be making
0: okay. all these. Inside joke Shouldn't references. be telling
1: everybody your secrets. Okay. Well, no, we want people to <laughs> Is know. Is that
0: old episode of the NthCast still available, or did we... I think
1: it's still there. Which one? I think it's the very first one available. Is it? I think so.
0: I remember all Pi- this pineapple, Pineapple. Was it
1: Pineapples
0: in the Knights of Bad Astem? Was yeah. that the yeah. episode? I okay. think
1: it's Knights of Bad Astem and Pineapples. Oh. Is that how we titled it? All right.
2: It's a little trivia. Go back and find oh. out. We'll <laughs> yeah. put it in the <laughs> show notes. Enjoy
1: your stay. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. But seriously, uh, we got
0: to do a better job, about. Talking over each other, and got a lot of feedback on that. Did we really? No, it's just me. I was listening. I was listening, and I was like, "This is annoying." So, okay. Well, we'll do better. Got it. So let's jump right on. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) On that note, let's talk about the Walking Dead. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Uh, What is it? Hostiles and calamities. Calamities. Yes, of course it is. It is. What? What was calamitous about this episode? The fact that it exists.
1: There's some tragic things that Whoa. happened. In
0: do you think it was a bad episode?
1: Sorry, didn't I did not personally know. Okay, I I, I love I, the episode. That was a great episode. I, I didn't love it. it. You didn't I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. It was one of of the th- the ones in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. It's not my least favorite. Well, there's only been three. Exactly. Yeah. Which one was your least favorite? Probably then? the first one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, said that. we established that. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that. We one did. Right. I'm staying consistent. I'm not a flip-flopper.
2: So, would you rather them do filler episodes in this way? Like, covering a character?
0: I wouldn't consider this a filler episode, though. You wouldn't? No.
2: Do you? Uh, I I think, think, hopefully, there might not be a filler episode, because (laughs) they're focusing more on the
0: development of their characters. So, like, when the season's over, we'll look back and we'll see that it wasn't really a filler episode. But as far as you're concerned, it's a filler episode until otherwise...
2: Well, I think it's filling, as as an episode, it's filling in the gaps. Okay. It's, it's connecting a story to get it further on. It's progressing. I agree with
1: that. I liked this episode because it talked about backstory and really good character development for two characters that I think are actually quite interesting. And so, seeing two of them have their story progressed and played out, one in a way that – well, actually both in a way that I didn't expect. Hmm is why I really enjoyed this episode.
0: Neither of them are playing out in the way that we would expect them from the source material. Truly. So that's interesting. I think, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, one thing that I've noticed is that even though they tend to deviate in some of the details from the source material, we still kind of end up in the same spot. Even if people kind of get different deaths from other people and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you still kind of end up in the same place. You just might get there a little different, but you still end up in the same place. That's what I've noticed so far.
1: Sure. They're telling their own story and trying to do things in their own way, but it's all going the same place, which I think is a great way because it's a different medium and it's a different way to tell a story. But as long as the story stays true to what it was, I'm fine with them doing what they want as long as it gets to where it needs to go.
0: So, who do we want to talk about first? Because really, there's only the two characters to talk about. I don't think there's really anything. I mean, it's either Dwight or Eugene. I
1: say we go alphabetical order.
0: Okay. All right. I'm just trying to be impartial. No, 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 that's fine. So, what about about Dwight's story? What about that surprise you had mentioned?
1: Okay. I think that was probably the most emotional thing that we've seen on The Walking Dead in a long time. Hmm. If not ever. When Dwight reads that note, and then after he reads the note, he pulls out the beer and pretzels, and I was like, oh, God. He really is who she thought he was. I mean, who she was in love with before, and he hasn't changed that much. He thought that we had reached our point where we're escaping. We're going to meet here together. I'll bring the pretzels and the beer, and then we can go. And he had done such a good job of playing another character that he even convinced Sherry that he was someone different. Mm. So That's pretty it that was pretty heart wrenching. Yeah, yeah. It really was. And then I think and I have some questions about Dwight now because you think is he really is he just playing to where he is? Is he playing to his audiences? Or is he got a long game in mind and he realizes, hey, I'm under Negan's thumb. I've got to act a certain way, but when I get a chance I'm gonna go.
2: Hmm. Sure. Well, I think looking at Dwight now based on what you were talking to us about about the backstory with him and Negan mm-hmm. uh, makes the whole situation more emotional, especially the stuff with his wife um you know getting into this whole situation and being together with somebody, and then, as you know the world progressed and people took on new roles and Negan became Negan, he lost all of you know what he started out into this calamity with you know he lost everything that he knew as familiar and so now he's in like new it's a new world for him and even you know whenever he goes back to the house and i think i I think that if she would have been there he would have left with her and tried to make a run again
1: oh absolutely absolutely. that was the
0: i think that was
2: the point yeah and so like he he's desperately trying to get back to where he was Maybe with his wife or maybe even without her just as a human. But uh, I think he's having to play the cards that he's been given right now.
1: I think Sherry really hit on something that Daryl reminded her of who he was. And I think it reminded him of who he was because he may have gone further in with Negan than he originally planned. But I think seeing Daryl come in there and not get broken and eventually escape and fight his way out and the whole time is like, I'm not ever going to be you because I can't. And I think that reminded Dwight of who he was and who he wanted to be. And if that hadn't happened, I question whether or not Sherry leaving, he would have gone with her. But I think seeing Daryl really kind of affected him in a way that he wasn't ready for.
0: That makes a lot of sense. It also makes a lot of sense that she was the one that actually wrote Daryl the note and got him basically let him go. Yeah. Uh, Because she had a heart. I mean, even the discussions with the doctor and Dwight kind of, peel back the curtain a little bit about how Sherry had a heart and that's just not something that you can really have or they were can kind of convinced. That it's not something you can really have and survive in this world, but she clearly had a heart because she couldn't see if she saw Daryl the way that she, if she looked at Daryl the way that she used to look at Dwight, she couldn't see another human go through that. Mm-hmm. Even if she didn't know him all that well, he represented something kind of like almost like a redemption for her in some, in some ways. Like, I I cannot allow this to happen. And I look at Dwight and I think, I I think he probably went so far that he probably didn't even realize how far he went himself. Mm -hmm. And so her taking the blame for creating him, I get it, but you know, it's two way street. I think, I, I think he let things go too far clearly. And I felt like you could really see the pain. Uh yeah. In 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 his just in his demeanor, in his eyes, and even the the look that he had after the doctor. Of course, he set that doctor up, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty savage. Well, right I there. think the
1: doctor was being was speaking a little out of turn, trying to give him life advice when he didn't want it. Yeah, like, nobody asked you. Just yeah. stitch me up, <laughs> yeah. dumb dumb. You're the doctor. Yeah. You're not here. to Do You're not your my job. shrink. Cool. There's a masseuse here. And there may be a shrink here. That's not you. Well, there's several, right? Right. there. Are you not? Are you oh. not have access to medical? I mean, mental stability care. <sighs> Eugene. <laughs> yes, Eugene. We'll get to him <laughs>
0: yes. shortly. Yes.
1: Well, and what about the way Dwight got punished right away by Negan? Like Negan came in, had that dude hit him in the face, threw him in the cell overnight. And didn't even didn't ask questions. Didn't, he was like, I'm going to throw your ass in there because you need to learn something for some reason. And you'd think with Dwight being so high up in Negan's pecking order, mm. that maybe Negan would have been like, what the fuck happened? But no.
0: But but from the get-go, we've always seen there has been tension between him and Negan from a... It's weird because from a trust perspective, if you even go back to the lineup... hmm he was casting uh, – Negan was casting aspersions on Dwight's um, loyalty. Sure. Uh, I think the same can be said for him throwing him a beat down in this situation, just assuming that he was responsible. And why wouldn't you? Your wife is – your your ex-wife but is th- gone. They
1: didn't know she was gone. Well – like that, That's what he said after. He's like, we went and looked around for your little pet project. We didn't see well, nothing. And then we see that Sherry's not here either.
2: Well, I think it's maybe because Negan sees, you know, in Daryl, who Dwight used to be. And so...
0: There could be some level... You know, this is some sick, twisted stuff. But there could be some level of disgust from Negan's perspective. <laughs> you try to wrap your mind around this. It's like, I need you to bend the knee to me but you bending the knee to me makes my stomach turn mm-hmm, from yeah. a are you a man perspective in that i mean that's kind of a it's weird it's twisted logic twisted sure. logic but i could see him having that like mm. you piece of trash i mean you need to do this or i'm gonna kill you but the fact that you did it i have no respect for you piece yeah. of trash it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Which right. is what be? you wanted, right? <laughs> and he yeah.
1: takes some sick pleasure in breaking guys down. Right. Like he he loved the fact that he was breaking Daryl and he would have loved so much to see Daryl bend the knee and be yeah. like, I'm Negan. I'm sure he would have come right there. Like all over Daryl's face. That's what <laughs> oh. would have happened. Face
0: neck and chest. Yeah. I,
1: Dirty I, Sanchez. <laughs> I
0: believe <laughs> I really believe that. He was, Negan was surprised that they didn't break Daryl. I, 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 there seemed to be a genuine surprise that that didn't
1: happen. And yeah, that may be the first time that someone has not, not broken.
0: Yeah, I think it could be.
1: Which gives me more respect for Daryl. Absolutely. Not much, but a little bit. Well, how, how much higher can he get? <laughs> what
0: so, what do you think about Dwight framing the doctor and letting the doctor take the fall? I think
2: he's doing what he, he feels like he has to do. I think his ultimate plan is to still, you know, create an exit for himself. Mm-hmm. And so and I think throwing t- somebody under the bus who I mean obviously they don't have a relationship, so there there's not a lot of uh I guess ties to the doctor that he has. So I don't know. It's kind of in the same way it's kind of like uh Richard from last week, oh um, sure, um, you know, throwing somebody under the bus that he has no ties to, but it's for the the greater good. So it's so he can, you know, <laughs> escape or find his wife or whatever his plan is, become the man he used to be. So using who he needs to to get there and kind of,
1: yeah. And I think of, also uh, with Sherry, she didn't have a relationship with a lot of people. So he knew that Sherry had seen the doctor and had a relationship with the doctor. Right. And so he can't blame one of the other wives because that just won't work. But the doctor, who has the ability to go around, had seen Daryl every now and then. Sure, I can go ahead and throw him under the bus because he had access. It looks plausible. It, It was
0: his only feasible option. Right. Nothing else would have worked. It just so happens that he's a doctor and, you know. Those are and he's alone a
2: lot, and so there's right. no accountability to the doctor. Yeah. So there's nobody who can say, "Well, well, no, I, he, I, was with him on patrol or whatever." The doctor just kind of does his own thing. Yeah,
1: he's sitting in his room waiting for people to show up. You're yeah. right, passing out lollipops,
0: and whatnot. not <laughs> I
2: had mean, a ton of lollipops for like, a doctor where? in the apocalypse. Did you get all these dumb dums. <laughs> he
1: apparently have a shit ton of everything except for yeah, apparently yeah. cold medicine, all that yeah. kind of good stuff. But
0: I mean, still, though, he's a doctor. And they're not exactly in. I mean, they're in short supply, right? Yeah. So would I? Don't know. It just seems like
1: that. Oh, well. And I think, and we talked about this earlier before the show. Negan would not have thrown the doctor in the fire if Eugene hadn't been there. Because I because you need a doctor. So he's like, okay, yeah. I can make an example of this guy because we got someone here to replace him who is he's a little not more a doctor. He's a little, but, well. He but, said he was, but
0: but
2: it's about as close as it gets.
1: He's but, a little more entertaining than yeah. the other doctor, so I'm going to keep him around. God, yeah. that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, was pretty cool. You
0: know, That's what concerns me, though, is there's a lot of doctors.
1: There's so many doctors in the apocalypse. There,
0: but there's a lot of doctors that don't have a medical degree. Sure. Right. So maybe that's one of the questions you should ask. Right. Well, what kind
1: of doctor right. are you? I was a dentist. <laughs> yeah, well, then you're not a fucking doctor. Worst then. doctor get in out. the show, though, <laughs> Herschel. Worst one we've ever had. You I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. He's beating is, the dead horse. <laughs> literally. It's, it's my favorite yeah. joke. Okay, but I have one more question about Dwight, and then y'all can talk amongst yourselves. So I'm just kidding. Oh, we'll get some time on the we show. Stop wow. it. Great. Why, <laughs> if Dwight was going there and was hoping to meet Sherry and was planning on leaving why didn't he just go out on his own because well, he was he, was he was ready to go he was ready to go he was ready to leave with sherry so he was in the mindset like cool i've had i have the opportunity now to leave this shit behind he's good enough to make it on his own he had everything he needed why didn't he go
0: it's an interesting question
2: i i don't think he wants to be alone no and so if if sherry's not there then his other option is stay where it's safe. I think he was not just in the in the mood to leave, I think he was in the mood to take a risk. And mm. if he's gonna take a risk, it needs to be for reason. And so, Sherry Sherry would be the reason. Right. And I don't I don't think he's especially after everything we've seen Dwight do, I don't think he's the kind of man who's gonna take risk for for the sake of himself. I think he'll stay where it's safe. And we've seen that. He's given up his marriage and the woman he loves to stay safe. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely a man who would rather not take risk. But I think he had worked up the courage. If he's going to take a risk, it's going to be with that woman. And so yeah. since she wasn't there, he went back. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't seem like he's, he's in there for the long haul.
0: No, certainly not. But that does make sense. I mean, otherwise... I mean that was before he framed the doctor. Yeah. Well, so he came back and framed him.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that okay, Sherry's gone, but you still have the chance to go. You know where all these other communities are. What is wrong with going to them? Because you know, I was hoping that it was like in the comic when he goes and he talks to Rick, or he goes and talks to the kingdom. He's like, "Hey, I know I'm with the Saviors, but I want you guys to know that I'm really on your side. I'm tired of this shit. So." I'm going to go back now, but I want you to know that you got someone on the inside. That's what I was hoping was going to happen. I was a little surprised that it didn't. I think that's going to happen. I think
0: I think though he probably knows that there's still more I mean he's, there's still more to the game to play if that is now the option. Mm. Because I think if Sherry was there and you run you run, you're you're done, you run. But she's not there. You don't know where she is. Uh y- if you go to one of those other communities now, would it work just yet? Because you still maybe, you got to go back and get the heat off of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make it seem like you're still- So he had to go back and and, and get the doctor to take the heat so that now that would free him up to then make his next move. To still be his own man. Right. Because if you didn't come back, you, you get Sherry, you don't come back. Well- you you can't come back. Hmm. I
1: guess that's true. Yeah, so
2: I think it's the whole keeping your friends close and your enemies closer. Absolutely. I he's, he's, and I remember thinking that as he came back was, well, he's back, but he has to know that if he were to leave, it would stir the pot. And what does Negan do that he already did before whenever he ran away? He sent out a search party. And so if if his hope is that these other groups, that he can... You know, become one with one of them. Well, then why stir the pot so early uh. before a plan has come to place? So, yeah, Agreed. I think he's just trying to
0: keep his enemies close. Uh. I think we're going, we're slowly creeping to him helping the Alexandrians. Yes. It's going to happen. I hope so. I, I, that I feel is the direction it's going because that's the setup. Yeah. I hope so. I hope that happens. So the contrast to that in this episode is Eugene. Yes, it is. <laughs> right. So again, interesting that they chose these two characters because it's it's the it, they're 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 the opposite of each other.
1: Yeah. One's think, on the way out. One's trying on to come away. in.
0: That's right. Yeah. But is he really? And I think that needs to be part of the discussion.
1: Absolutely. My first question: Have you missed Eugene? Have you missed him on the show? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I missed every single line him. that he says. <laughs> I, yeah. Him I and Abraham him not the being show. there. Oh, yeah. Him and Abraham not being there have really, I, I feel like they've missed an opportunity because the dialogue that they have is some of it's, the best on the show. It's
0: it's quite ridiculous, really, the dialogue. Which it is? is. Which is why it's awesome. It is Because he is ridiculous. It's the only, to (laughs) me, it it feels like the only kind of comedy
2: that can really work in this situation. I agree. (laughs) Like, it's the only thing that can break up the dramatic scenes without it taking you out of the apocalypse.
1: Because he's always been that way. Yeah. Always. And you know when he starts talking, you're like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. And it's not going to be hilarious on purpose. It's just going to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, he is a nerd. He's us. Yeah. And that's kind of a preface to our discussion,
0: I guess, right. later on where we talk about yeah. the audience surrogate. Sure, if you will. Uh in the plethora of
1: <laughs> you research. Like that? That's the <laughs> oh, that is the audience surrogate. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you know. <laughs> A, who impregnated this surrogate? I just that's what and, I want to know. Um,
0: Josh has a
2: lot of fancy words. So.
1: Yeah,
0: been, <laughs> a, that's a, one. I them. haven't had a chance to watch the new handmaid's tale, but I watched <laughs> the original adaptation with uh, sure. Robert Duvall
1: mm-hmm. It was decent. decent. You've been reading the dictionary again. That's yeah. fine. I get it. I get it. Okay. What do we where do we want to start with Eugene? Do we want to start with when they brought him in? And he's like, Oh God, please no. And then they bring him into the room and she's like, Hey, what do you want to eat? Oh, uh, anything, yes, whatever you want. What do you want to eat? Can I have lobster? No, you can't have lobster, no, dumbass. Dumb dumb.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, re- I read something that whenever he was reading those lines, apparently I'm not sure exactly where it was from, but back in a certain era, they uh used to feed their prisoners lobster because you know, lobster are the cockroach of the sea. Yeah, lobster was crap food, yeah, and so the prisoners actually uh there actually was a law passed that they had to start feeding them things other than lobster. It was like a form of punishment.
0: Yeah, so feeding them lobster was cruel and unusual. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, whenever you
2: read the line, he was like, oh, cool – Lobster, yeah, 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 I get it. You know, yeah. it's cruel, unusual. I'll go with that. But so
0: why do we devour yeah. lobster now? In because lobster
1: now it's religion. rare. Because like, they used to can that they, shit. They figured because out because butter goes great with it.
0: <laughs> because they fed yeah. so much to the prisoners, it yes. damn near wiped out the population. <laughs>
1: well, it's lobsters <laughs> used to be huge. Right. Like you'd find like 20 twenty pound lobsters, oh, and that was god. like normal. That's like Did a total. You, like, just, can you, you imagine see those a in the lobster tank tank this big?
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, and now they're hungry. They don't get uh, that big no more.
0: Do you have any clarified butter?
1: <laughs> I can make it w- real fast. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> real, real, real fast. fast. Yeah, I said clarified butter, not can of butter <laughs> 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 cannabis butter. What? Yes. No,
0: duck butter. Duck.
1: Uh, <laughs> and it, isn't it fitting that he likes pickles? and just made of me. Of course lie. it is.
0: But well, I think it's commonly. I think it's common knowledge that we prefer our c- cucumbers pickled.
1: That's true. I mean, sure. Do yeah. we not? No, my Absolutely. wife tries to put I cucumbers do. in my lunch, and I don't approve.
0: Whoa. <laughs> hey,
1: really? Like sliced cucumbers? Yeah, she's, she peels it's like it. It. I'm like, what? no. <laughs> put, them on
0: your, put them on your tuna sandwich. I don't have a tuna sandwich. you ever had a sriracha tuna sandwich with uh, cucumber and avocado, mm. and a little wasabi drizzle on it? And a little watercress on the side? Yes. Yeah,
1: no. It's delicious. My I
2: can is- imagine this being y'all's conversation when they ask you what you want to eat, and you're
1: like... <laughs> You ever had, like, a sriracha tuna <laughs> sandwich? <laughs> That's,
3: what That's
1: what I'll have. Can you, you make know. me a tuna melt, please? Ooh. Getting hungry now. I'm sorry. Now I want a lobster <laughs> roll. It's like, chips. Yeah, they cook him in a kettle. No, thank yeah. you. No, thank you. you <laughs> asshole. Yeah.
0: So, okay, let's think about this for a second. He is, oh, an, ass. He is an ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. They awesome him in the kettle. ass. Yeah.
1: I don't think he's an ass. He's I think a, he's, he's, he's just... a blunt
2: blunt man he says whatever comes into his tennessee top socially unaware
1: yeah oh yeah socially he's not trying to be an ass he's not trying to be nice he's not trying to be funny he's being himself and whatever happens is what happens yeah just
0: clarify i'm not making fun of people sure Uh, that's good but he he is isn't it though yeah Uh, he is socially unaware because i'm sitting there thinking if i knew somebody that that talked the way he did i'd laugh for like you know the first five minutes. And they'd be like, shut, shut up. <laughs> yeah. You're an asshole.
1: Like Abraham. Oh,
0: yeah. Right? Yeah. Like my friend Stephen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, elbows. Yes.
2: All but, elbows. Uh, I wanted to ask what y'all thought about the transition. The uh, the point where, where he crossed over and it's mm. when he's standing in line mm-hmm. and they deny him in a way and then he starts to turn and he stops and he turns around and he's like,
0: "No." Nope. Yeah. No, you're gonna give me that. What's your number? Sixteen. Cool.
1: <laughs> this is who I am.
0: Yeah. So you're gonna give me that shit. And then he signed for it. And what I loved is that. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna take this. <laughs> He's like, bed, I'm not gonna sign for this. Bedpan. <laughs> what I'm did he take call this, it? Uh, oh, I don't know. God- God- oh, God-ly, God-ly oh, gook. Oh, did you write it down? Uh, yeah. Tell me you wrote it down.
2: I and called me. it Grimbley Gunk. Grimbley gunk. gunk. It was a little uh, sloth stuffed animal. What the fuck is a Grimbley Gunk? I'm going to call it Grimbley
0: Gunk. But then he <laughs> took all the rest of the stuff in that bag.
1: Well, he's the doctor. He yeah, needs all the medicine. I can take sure. all of this. My favorite so, was right before that when he, the girls were talking to him. They're like... Yeah, they were buttering him up. They, no. None of them wanted to play Yars Revenge because nobody wants to play Yars Revenge. Not even people playing nope. Yars Revenge right. want to play right. Right. No. Yeah, That's your last option. Why play a game <laughs> yes. that you can't actually win? But We're going to get mail. <laughs> that's fine. I <laughs> hope they, so. They can I'm send sorry. us all the mail they want. <laughs> people that still have Atari are awesome. I wish I still had it
2: Yeah, Seal was trying to set up an old-time old I wish I still had my Atari.
1: Gaming. I really do. But when they were like you're a good guy. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm neither good nor chaotic nor neutral. I'm like, oh, throwing some D&D in here. All <laughs> right. All right. Yep. right. right. <laughs> Dungeons yep. and Dragons with the win, always.
0: Um, He could have like played that a little smoother, because I think based on what they were ultimately trying to get out of him, I think he could
1: have cashed in. But Negan oh, yeah. said no. Well, I, well one he won't.
2: said no to one very specific thing. No, yeah, sex. that's correct.
1: So, well, are we going to have well, to get well, what into What is that? Right. Eating ain't cheating. Right. I'm just that's saying. Right. Right. <laughs> we didn't do it in the <laughs> You never heard that before? Yes, Come on, man. Yeah. We never did it in the front, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, we, ju- we just went in the back tour every uh, time. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not actually sex. No, it sure ain't. Hand jobs a job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, we've devolved. Um, this thing ain't going to suck itself. <laughs> what are we going to do about what? this now? You can, so, you no, can call I, next if you want, Red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, he could have totally, but, but even by their touch, he was like, Ugh. I'm like, yeah. whoa, what's wrong with this dude? So, but I think ultimately that plays into his long game, He's not a stupid man. He's highly intelligent. He may yeah. not be emotionally intelligent at times, but he's highly, highly intelligent man. Uh, after getting those pickles, having that exchange with Negan, where he explained to them how he would use the molten uh, uh, metal, yeah. which was just the <laughs> most <laughs> badass thing ever. Which was metal. Yes. Yeah. Oh god. Um, it was so- <laughs> to the nth degree. <laughs> walking away from that. And just the smirk that he on his had on his face, I think you could interpret that several different ways, and I think it actually means all of these things. I think he's finally glad that he kind of gets maybe a little bit of recognition. Which, let's be honest, that is not something he get he's gotten on the show yeah. before. He he's kind of got not he. It may have been unspoken. He had it at first,
1: Maybe. But they, he blew it when they he out lied. he was full of yeah. shit. Yeah. So when that's you, his w- fault. When people find out that you're full of shit, they're not going to trust you ever, and they're not going to p- put any stock in what you have <coughs> to say.
2: Which is a pretty interesting character study of Eugene, is that he is, is the most confident at times he's lying. And any time he is <laughs> telling the truth, he's, he's mm, a scared sure bitch.
1: Is. Yeah, huh. he's... It's just, I think he's not happy with who he is, and he feels like he can reinvent himself when he goes in a new group. So I'm going to make up something wild and fantastical so people like me, because if people know the real me, they're not going to like me, which is not true. I feel like if if he was just honest, upfront, and had been with Rick's group, they would have thought he was a little quirky, but they would have appreciated his contributions a lot more. They're all a little quirky. Yeah. Well, that's the secret.
2: He also, I mean, he didn't have that luxury going in with Rick group's, Rick's group first. because sure, he, he already started told that out story. With Abraham. Yeah. And with Abraham, I really feel like he had to say those things so Abraham would give a damn. Right. So,
1: and so that's I, why Abraham let him watch. <laughs> <laughs> I like to
0: watch. It's a victimless crime. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he's smirking. He's walking away. He's like, hey, this is pretty sweet. He was he he gets let in, he he, he starts he starts mewling because Oh uh, they're about to put me in a cell. It's like no dum dum, they're giving you your own room <laughs> yeah. with the with a microwave and a toaster oven, a refrigerator with eggs and it looks like brews yeah. Yeah. and, and f- a library. A library, library and TV vegetables video games. Video games. You could
1: say that he was on Easy Street. Oh, you had to do it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really starting to like that song. There's something wrong with you. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. That's not. I listened to it today at work. That is the definition of insanity. That is. It is. Like I absolutely. Why would you? I added it to my playlist, and no! when it came up... I'm serious. I, I, and when it came I don't up-
0: want to see your phone right now. Spotify. I don't believe you. Okay. This is bullshit. You're just making this no like it Because it makes a good story on the this podcast. It's not true. We all know... It's not true. That stories is what makes things... No, you can ask pictures her.
1: or it's fake. No. Okay. You can ask my wife. I've, I hum it all the time. I don't yeah. want...
0: I'm not going to ask her anything. Fine. Because I don't want to talk about okay. it. Okay. I don't want to believe
1: that you're that person. <laughs> okay. Because you're better than that. Okay. I, like I believe all, in you. I like all different types of music. I wish you music. could see
2: how much Josh is
1: moving. I'm animated right his, now. His yeah. violent gestures <laughs> say it all. This song is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but you're on Easy Street. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> the world is such a treat. He can't hold his glass of whiskey <laughs> or it I've would done, be all over me. I spilled it on my pants. <laughs>
0: I want y'all to know that I have not wet myself, right? But although I will, okay. we can we can move <laughs> the on. The demeanor, shut the fuck. Up.
2: <laughs> the demeanor of of Eugene compared to uh, Daryl when hearing that song, Hell yeah, just like bobbing his head <laughs> well, because he agrees this, he agrees. Yeah, he's <laughs> right here.
0: Yes, sir, we I, lost I, him. I do believe Somebody we <laughs> lost
1: him. I do believe. I think that was the start of his turn. Was hearing Easy Street. He's you like, you so? know what? I, I'm I'm gonna like it here.
0: So I mean, do we think? I mean, it's. I think he's turned to a degree, but I don't think he's totally gone. What do yeah, you
1: think? I think that's true.
0: I think it's like Dwight. You think he's playing the long game too? I think, but e- he's probably gonna enjoy it more along the way.
1: I think Eugene. Is so good at telling stories and telling lies and becoming a character mm. that, and that he's done it for so long now that he realizes, okay, I'm here. I need to really be here mm-hmm. so that I can be okay. Because if if he didn't agree to everything that Negan said, Negan wasn't going to put up with that bullshit. Yeah. yeah, you know, nobody nobody would put up with Eugene if Eugene wasn't totally in.
2: I will say that if things stay the way they are and. His life now is so cush because he's he's able to... My biggest concern with Eugene is he's going to talk himself into something that he can't follow through on. He's, he's going to say he can do something. Overcommit
0: and underdeliver.
2: Right. Because the little science things he did were really <laughs> basic science. Oh, it's uh, stuff that you see on Jimmy Yeah, Fallon. sure. It's oh. just like real basic stuff. But with them... He could do that, and he had that sort like I think that Eugene has a huge library in his head of things oh, yeah. that he goes to like if he's gonna be the smart you know the guy who knows the cure to this disease, then he's gonna have he's gonna pull out all the stops he's gonna pull out all the stuff he remembers
1: He worked on the human genome project, I mean right he's so okay. brilliant. sure so yeah. I think he's gonna yeah. <laughs> back himself into a corner yeah
2: and uh if that didn't happen. I think that he would have a hard time transitioning out of being a savior
1: if it remains as cush as it is. My work I think we'll know that he's fully a savior is when he starts fighting against Rick's group. Right. Because there's going to be a battle coming. We all know that. So if Eugene is working behind the scenes to really help Rick, which he can do, he's in a position to where he could do something and come up with an idea, and but it not really be the best idea for the savers and actually kind of help Rick in them. Or he could really do some things that are gonna fuck him up. And mm. that would I think that'll be the turning point and that's when we'll know whose side he's really on. Because as of right now we don't have enough information to know if he's really turned or not.
0: Yeah. So I I think ultimately that's why the choice of Yara's revenge as a video game was very appropriate because that is a game that is well I don't know anyone personally that's ever beaten it, and I'm not entirely sure that you can technically beat that game. And so it makes sense to me that he would be sitting there playing that because he's playing a game, and he knows that if he if I don't play along, if I don't just play the game,
1: yeah, right. he views it as a game. Yeah. He views life I'm not going to beat it. Yeah, he views life now as a game, and when you're playing a game. I don't know. I'm not usually worried about beating it in the moment. Mm -mm. I'm worried about doing what I'm doing now. Just
0: worried about not dying. Yeah, Yeah. Not losing a a guy. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe trying to get high score. Sure. Sure, always. You want to get on the leaderboard. Which he had plenty of opportunities to score. (laughs) But old dude just, I don't... Just cannot capitalize. He's not a finisher. No. I think that's what we know. Maybe just finish too soon. (laughs) It's like maybe... Maybe after that tuna melt. Always 10 a minutes. touch on the leg. after Closing. Who knows how long it's been for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just in my pants. There
1: you go. Okay. Well, he could That's go get great. new pants and just write it out. He took Right.
0: Them. So, all in all, I felt like it progressed their storylines to the point where we're going to better understand where their decisions that they're about to make here before the end of the season are. Fit into the overall story So from that aspect I like the episode I thought that it, it Necessary progressment Of uh, Two Key Players uh, In the rest of this season I mean The scene with uh, Dwight and Eugene At the end Was kind of interesting Because it's like Does Dwight not remember That this guy Mm-mm. bit his dick
1: Right <laughs> Dwight didn't remember Didn't remember at all
0: how sad is that right. for Eugene?
1: Right. I mean,
0: <laughs> you put your mouth on another man's penis and he doesn't even well, that wasn't remember. That was the first time. All you time. see when that he the first down time. is a mullet. <laughs> yeah. How is that not memorable? I mean, from the back, he looks kind of like a lady. Sure. sure. Well, what did
1: you think <laughs> of lady. Eugene and Negan scene? I thought that was the best scene that Negan's done mm. in the show. In. Uh, I'm getting really tired of people oh, okay. dogging well, on which Negan. One? When which he one asked him who like, he was? He's like, you don't have oh, to be yeah. afraid anymore. He's yeah. like, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I thought that was some great Negan character development because he, he kind of dropped the facade a little yeah. bit. And he was trying to be comforting as much as he can be. But he was, like, he was like, you really don't have to be afraid anymore. And then he went back into the character. But I felt like that was a genuine moment. And he's like, you just got to answer one question. And it's very important. Who are you? I'm Negan. Oh, he he answered yeah. before he even got oh, yeah. out all the way. So do you think Unequivocally stone cold Negan. <laughs> and I was
0: before I even met you. I just had no to meet was. you proper. Right. So do you buy that? Honestly,
1: yes. Kay. I think as of right now, he's I, got, Negan. You. He's I Negan. got you.
0: I'm not gonna disagree with that. Yeah. I don't Makes know. Sense.
2: I think he's he's Negan until he doesn't have to be Negan. Which is the way I That's
1: think, fine. I think that's how you yeah, need to fine. live in this world.
2: Right. You're something until you can't be that thing.
0: Right.
1: I think deep you have down, to change. I think deep down, Negan
0: has to know that and about, that. About all of his men. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can't treat everybody that way and think right. that they're going to.
1: Well, and Negan even said, he was like, I need you. I need you. I want you here. Right. I don't give this welcome to everybody. You yeah. are special. So don't be scared no more, but you have to be with us.
0: And I think, they, I think they need more of that. I think that's a lot of people's major complaint is that he, he doesn't have enough. He hasn't been humanized enough. And I, I'm not going to completely disagree with that. So I think if they continue to give Negan more of those
1: opportunities,
0: well, they're going to have to if they...
1: Uh well, that's why I loved that scene. I thought that was the most human that Negan's been. And yeah. I, I enjoyed it. So, And I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan has really just crushed it. And I think this episode was a great because from being so cold-blooded and heartless, throwing that dude in the fire, patting Dwight on the cheek when he was like, man, you're cold. And I love it. And then seeing him with Eugene, I was like, shit, that is awesome. Yeah. What a good character.
0: Cool. Yep. All right. So we need to follow up on, well, while you're getting your notes ready for the, uh, Audience surrogate segment. <laughs> oh, is, is that now? Yeah. Well, I think it's about to be. Before while you, while, while Jason's well. getting ready, I, think I don't I, have that many notes. That's fine. I need to make good on a promise I made on Twitter, which I you think, made a
1: promise on Twitter. Oh, well, see, there was I your first was,
0: mistake. Exactly. Bad idea number one.
1: Don't ever make
0: promises. Uh, Over
1: promise under deliver. <laughs> I promised Christine oh, that okay. I
0: would s- find something nice to say about. Rosita. Oh yeah. Oh, I,
1: I've got something too. And if you oh, know. do you? Yeah. Uh,
0: well, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? No, I don't okay. want to steal your thunder. I'm but really afraid that I'd steal the, your thunder. The nicest thing I can say about Rosita is that she wasn't in this. That's episode. what I was gonna say. That's
1: why I was, <laughs> that's I was like, I'm not gonna steal your thunder. I'm not gonna. Oh no. I knew that's what you were gonna say, and I was like, I can't. I can't. You'll get so bent out of shape if I steal that from him. Yes. Um. No,
0: seriously. She <laughs> she has passion. She has passion for 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 what she wants to accomplish. She's and that's good. That's a positive attribute.
1: Uh and she's well, you need to learn how to channel said passion into something I agree worthwhile. I, I agree. Right? But because uh, we've proven many times in the series that being a hothead and having passion with no direction, not the best idea.
0: That's true, but I think that she's gonna turn the corner. I think that I think she has within her the the power to take and channel like you said channel that passion and i think she's going to kind of redeem herself in a way we see we see characters kind of go through these cycles where i mean it's all on purpose none of this stuff is accidental they don't just throw shit on screen they don't just write shit shit just for the sake of writing it just to see you know just just to mess with us, um, I think she's going to turn around. I think she's going to do some stuff that's very pivotal. I think she's going to redeem herself <laughs> in that regard. Um, but I mean, this is a nice little segue to to kind of speak well, to what Aaron uh, uh, was talking about, which is how I mean he loves Rosita, but sure. it, he, he
1: he well I think he loves fair. women in
0: general to point uh, <laughs> out to point out how he, True. he considered <laughs> this is not a bad thing
2: consider Rosita as part of the audience, or yeah, to be absolutely. the surrogate. She
0: represents the audience of how the audience would feel now, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going to disagree with that. And so that that actually is a positive thing as well, because we probably feel just as frustrated with why is this guy that has caused us so much pain and suffering still walking the earth? I mean, she walked up, tried and tried to murder
1: him point blank. I mean Eugene told her too like one bullet isn't gonna do shit. That's right. Yeah. She didn't care.
0: And so I admire the fire. Yeah.
2: Right? So Well well one thing that I wanted to point out and this is just for me kind of like and I didn't really do a lot of like rewatching of episodes. I've watched them so many times. i was just really thinking of things in my my memory bank, my spank bank, if you will. Oh, oh so well, is Rosita present
1: in that? No. So,
0: so <laughs> you're only so, going to talk about male characters, then? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Eugene, cool. Stick it to the guys, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: But uh, something that you know, I as I was reading that on Twitter, I was thinking to myself, like, I think it's cool that. That he can relate or she can relate to Rosita as as being the audience, but the audience is is who's who's watching it. You know, I am not it's necessarily very astute. <laughs> well. Right? Let him finish. Real smart. Let him finish. I'm not necessarily seeing it from their perspective. I'm not, okay. so I don't see myself as Rosita. I don't see myself Ooh. sharing the same frustrations. Okay, I would see myself more of, like, the Eugene in the situation. Like, I'm in a new situation. I'm around new people. There's new enemies. And I'm going with the flow. I'm enjoying where I'm at in the moment. You know, because that's all he's doing is he sees what cards he's been dealt, and he's just going with it. And he's going to see where it takes him, and then he'll make the decision he needs to make later on. But he's... At, at least in what we saw, he's not overly frustrated with where he's at right now. No, so I would agree. Yeah. Mm. I think it, it really just depends on, yeah, the audience is not just, doesn't just cover one character and how they're feeling right then in that moment. I think
1: that's fair because everyone in the audience is viewing the show differently. There's so many people that are so been out of shape about what's happening. Some people are loving it. Some people are kind of meh. Some people are like, I'm just going to see what happens, like Eugene. Like for me, I really identify with Daryl. Because Daryl's like, Morgan, you're an <laughs> asshole. You need to get this shit done. I'm going to go over here where I'm be needed. And so like I'm like, okay, yes. Daryl is yeah. absolutely doing the right thing. She's telling Morgan that he's an asshole. He's going to go help Maggie get ready. He's backing Rick up. He escaped from the saviors. He's like, all right, let's get ready to do this. Let's plan it. Let's get ready. Let's unite everybody. Yeah. And that's, as an audience member, I really like that because I have seen that they have made some bad choices in the past. Sure. So this time, let's plan a little bit. Let's make a good plan. Let's get everybody together, and then let's go fight. Yeah.
0: interesting. So I would think, and I'm gonna—I I think your next question would be, who do I identify with? And I'm actually going to have to think about that for a little bit. Well, so, okay. I have another question Negan. for you. Oh, okay.
2: So, ask away. What I did was—is I—I thought to myself. Um, and this could be any time during the airing of the show, maybe even the comic for for y'all who have who have read all of it, um, or most of it. Um, what character have you identified yourself with? Um or maybe seeing them and saying, like, that's exactly how I'm feeling right now. Who's the character and what was the moment? You know, what you don't have to tell me what season, what episode, but like what was that moment that you were like. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Hmm. So, and I'll tell you mine when y'all. Why don't you go first?
0: Fine, so I'll tell t- you because, now. Because, <laughs> because you, you give sure, us sure, a I'll give you think. an example. Yeah, you, you could have laid this on us, yeah, like, yeah. you know, prior to right no, now. No, We're doing it live. Well, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the
1: fucking thing sucks. I'll
0: write it. Write it. <laughs> We're doing it live. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, so I think one of the times, and I mainly picked this one because of JD. Uh. But one of Herschel, it's Herschel. (laughs) Yes, it is, in fact, Herschel. Here we go. So one of the times where I felt like I most identified with a character was one-legged Herschel on the farm, or not on the farm, at the prison where Rick is taking time working in the farm, working with Carl, getting his relationship back with Carl. And I related with Herschel in that time because he was giving Rick the time he needed to heal to uh-huh. to fix himself emotionally, psychologically. And I remember watching that being like, yes, that's exactly what he needs. He needs to like take a step back. He's gone through some crazy shit. He needs to reevaluate what it is to be a leader, what you know situations they've been put in, and and he needs to he needs to fix himself and go on from there. And so Herschel kind of, you know, setting the pace for that, making sure he's doing that and taking care of himself was was one of the characters I really related to at that time. I found myself like being like, Thank you, Herschel, for being the only one who makes sure that Rick is still the leader, but he's he's gonna be a better leader after
0: this. So yeah. Huh. The example. Huh. Interesting. I mean I guess if I had to pick one, um I guess I'd pick Merle. Yeah? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um come me and you never No, I you know, it's 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 interesting because I would want to say Rick, but yeah. not the crazy Rick. Um, <laughs> not the throat biting so, Rick. <laughs> yeah. So I can't really see myself in the in the embodiment of one character in particular. But I think that's the point of this conversation, right? Because and then, and I'm gonna I make this point while I, it's still fresh and I'm not, I don't forget. Because the whole idea of what character represents the audience changing, which it does. And I think there there's ones that are deliberate, mm-hmm. and I think they're different for some folks because you, you're just different people. But I think it changes on purpose because of the story that's being told. Like the opening of the series, it would have been Rick. Sure disoriented not knowing what the hell what the hell happened what's going on that was us yeah and then it changes it was herschel at some point it it was (laughs) for some of us it was uh it certainly was glenn for a while certainly was glenn for a good chunk of last season that's him
1: glenn was always mine glenn is who i identified with because yeah and Uh, he he stayed true to himself the whole time he stayed true to his group mm -hmm. and loyal to a fault And the people that he cared about, he fought for the whole time, and he was passionate, and he tried to teach the younger folks. Mm -hmm. And he eventually got to the point where he was like, the only reason that we keep going is for these other people. Absolutely. And that's something that I identify with, because if you didn't have other people that you cared about, if you didn't have other people to love and to want to build a future with, there is no point. And that's one thing I've always identified with Glenn about. Sure, it's like, yeah. if you don't have these people around you as a family to go forward, um, why yeah. I'm done. I mean, if I had to pick one, I would say Rick, but Rick from the comic
0: book, not okay. the yeah. series. Yeah. Because Rick from the comic book is so much more badass than he is in the <laughs> right. show. No doubt. I mean, it's just it's just the truth. He's real no-nonsense. Yeah, and that's me. I mean I don't From what I've seen. When he I'm gets his
1: right. hand chopped off he's like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fine. Carry on. And so I wanna believe that as a father I'm gonna want to take care of my family first and foremost, but not at the expense of losing, you know, my humanity yeah. and, and and wanting to make sure that other people are protected as well.
1: Yeah. Well, in the comic he only has coral. Yeah.
0: That's true. And and i would say i
2: picked herschel in that moment and that's why i was specific with with a moment mm-hmm. yeah. because well, that's fair. just like rosita stood out um, mm-hmm. as somebody who represented the audience and yeah. how the audience was feeling i think it's it's all about like what what moment and what was the character saying or what were they doing or trying to accomplish that you thought in your head that like, like, yes this is what we're feeling
0: well, I I even think that that in the last episode you could even say Richard to an extent. It's like, look, no, we need to do something now. The way he was going to go about it, right. you know, not the was best not idea. the best yeah. way. But then there's a lot of people that in Rosita's the same way. Urgency. What are we? There's an urgency. What are we waiting around for? There's a threat. We need to take care
1: no. of it, and it needs to happen. And It needs to yeah. happen now. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing I love about the show, is that the audience can see, you can see yourself in almost all the characters. And you should be able to, because the characters embody so many different aspects of life, and so working together is why they work. But you know, when they go off on their own, they don't work together. So I like, you can see, like we've said, all throughout the seasons, oh, I see myself in Herschel, I see myself in Glenn, I see myself in Rick.
2: He said it. He said it. He said he saw I said, himself I said,
1: in I said, Herschel. People. You know, I didn't always hate Herschel. It's fun for me to bag on Herschel.
0: I, I'm going to take I saw myself in Herschel mm-hmm. and I'm going to use that little audio clip in the most heinous, Remix. heinous <laughs> ways possible. <laughs> okay. I didn't always find Herschel to be an annoying character. I'm just going to throw that
1: out there. I didn't always. I just really didn't like his attitude on the farm. And he okay. Kinda I like.
0: The I like this discussion though because I think it opens up a whole another uh, way of looking at the show when we watch because now we can be a little more cognizant of not just what's going on action wise and hey this was cool this is the plot line but we can also take stock as to what the characters are doing and say hey you know is that something I would do in that moment is that. They're, hey, they're feeling what I would, was feeling. I think it's going to maybe even add some depth to our discussions sure. overall. You know? I think
1: that's what makes this show great. Yeah. Because if you don't see yourself and you don't try to identify with the characters and you don't try to put yourself in their shoes and you're just trying to watch it as an entertaining action film, yeah. you're missing the point of the show because it's a character study. It's it is. character development. Yeah. Well, in putting yourself in a situation like that and asking yourself ethical, moral questions is what makes the walking dead good and why it has diehard fans. Because I think some people get it and the people that don't, I feel like they're missing out. And I I hope that they eventually do get it because they've, if you've watched seven seasons and you still haven't figured that out, um, I'm hoping that eventually you come around. Yeah,
0: There's plenty of people that are in it just for the gore, but it's never, it's never been about that newsflash. Most really good horror films, certainly any of the the zombie films, the George Romero zombie films. It's never been about the zombies. Right. It's always been about society. That's yeah. why it's popular. That's why it works because it's a mirror that we can look in and see our own reflection. Yeah, it's a good discussion. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, looking forward to next week, and I appreciate you guys' feedback. We always welcome your feedback. We always want to hear from you. Um, in fact, we're always looking for new, better ways to connecting with you guys. We've, we've got some things that we're thinking about to, to, to maybe even make sure we build the community and deepen our connection, uh, with you guys. Uh, and it's, it's going to be fun. And if you have any suggestions, hit us up on Twitter at fearethcast or shoot us an email fearethcast.com. And we will talk to you next week. In the meantime, whoa, hang on. We have an announcement. You I feel have... like
1: we should talk about? Oh, okay. Oh, is this the thing? Yeah, the is thing the, is the thing. It was speaking of building community, oh, we were okay. <laughs> so close. <laughs> we've started a Patreon page. Oh, did we? We yeah, did. Finally, we we've launched it. <laughs> we we've been hesitant against it for a long, long time, Ooh. but. We wanted to give yeah, you guys. Me. Yes, we <laughs> want to give you guys a chance to support the show and also feel like you have more ownership in the show. So, if you want to check out our page, if you don't want to give us a dime, that's totally cool. We love just interacting yeah. with you, but if you want to, we would appreciate it yeah. a lot. So, it's patreon.com slash Fear and
2: Cast. Uh, I think a fair statement would be that uh, whatever support we get is goes straight back into the podcast. Oh, to absolutely. Make it, oh, yeah. To, to make it, you know. Much better quality than than we could just afford on. Wait our
0: Wait a minute! How much better quality could this be? <laughs> right, I mean, so much better is the correct answer. right,
1: right. <laughs> You know, and we want to give something back. We we have cool shirts and stickers and yeah. all that jazz, which we w- we would what? love to have y'all be part of that community. But we we. We want to put things back into the podcast yeah. to make it better than what it is now. And we feel like this will help us achieve those goals. And
0: that's an excellent point. No obligation. You know, if you, if you feel like you want to do that, great. We certainly appreciate it um, because we appreciate you. Yeah. And um, we'll talk to you again next week. In the meantime, fight the dead. And fear, fear the you. end cast. This could have been so much higher energy. Do you want to try it again? Do it again. <laughs> okay. Fight the dead. Fear, Fear the, the Inthcast. That was gay.
1: <laughs> One more time. One all right. more time? Alright, I got
0: it. Fight the dead.
1: Fear, Fear the inth cast. Yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Put them all in. <laughs>